following episode contains mature themes, sexual content, and good times, just so you know what to look forward to. Welcome to Between the Sheets, a part of the Coming Together podcast where we give you a little something-something extra in lieu of our main storyline. I'm your host, Tanya Tutits, and joining me are Sodome Velvet and CFO Elizabeth Barrett Boning, as in Chief Fucking Officer. <laughs> and today we will be reading Chapter 5 of Erotica, colon, An Erotic Tale from Buttfuck Nowhere to Buttfuck Everywhere, the predecessor of the Ouvre Jean Chronicles. So... How are both of you today? I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is good. Doing good. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm stoked. I I'm sad that we weren't able to come together physically to do the finale, but like we're you know we're still churning out content. And I feel like it's more on brand too because it's kind of a little bit more of a tease, you know. Like yeah. we were talking in the last episode about that one character edging for years on end, and that's what <laughs> we're kind of doing with the last episode of this chapter is that we're just edging around the topic. So you're going to have to stay tuned to actually find out what kind of fucking great world we have going. Oh, yeah, we have, we have no plans to actually finish. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's going to be seven years of... <laughs> We're going to start book two and you never along. give the finale to book one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lost chapter. <laughs> is it edging or is it breadcrumbing? Nobody knows. <laughs> But we yeah. can we can talk about so okay I feel like we we keep laughing whenever the name Brunhilda is mentioned in the main storyline and mm-hmm. that's because that was the pen name we had all three of us for this book erotica an erotic tale Brunhilda mm-hmm. Moon so we have made her a character in the main storyline that is the joke we didn't let you in on the joke which was a, I don't know what we were thinking, but anyway. <laughs> the world somehow collide. I think that's the point. Now you know. <laughs> the author of, it's it's in fact not us, the authors of this novella. Yeah, so it's I guess. It's this character we invented. Yeah, exactly. Yes, but you exactly. know what? It's, mm-hmm. like, it's like, you know when people really, I'm just imagining that one day this little podcast is going to be this massive phenomenon <laughs> and Someone's going to write like a book, you know, like the, and I hate to mention um, her, but you know how like JK Rowling has that like history of magic thing with like all of her sketches and like Mm -hmm. all the stuff that she did to like Mm -hmm. all the research she did to create all those racist jobs. (laughs) but like like that i just imagine that someone's gonna have like a compendium of like all of the way that a compendium (laughs) (laughs) it's so perfect yes market that shit someone needs to do it someone just so that there can be a compendium we've already yeah the name is already there you have your you have your working title and the, yeah. the, the cover is the weird little sketch you did um, when you were high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that exactly. is inscrutable. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, exactly. No one, even <laughs> including me, could read that. And it's perfect. Um, but yeah, Chief Fucking Officer Elizabeth Barraboning and I were chatting earlier today and we were talking about how like it is kind of nice to like in the midst of like the rush and like the tunnel vision of like 
day like weeks and I guess months <laughs> like the last few it's kind of nice to like slow down and come back and like have this like little piece of our past from like the beginning of COVID which feels almost like a simpler time in a strange oh my way god talking. that is awful that's not yeah, an right? awful thing to say but it's I so true it so much but it resonates isn't it so sad that's the thing like, that well, was literally the exactly... only thing we had to worry about was global <laughs> i know i'm like upset at you for saying that i know you're so correct i'm so sorry for saying it but it's true like it mm-hmm. literally feels like that where it's like it genuinely feels like this is a simpler time which is the worst fucking thing to hear right now nostalgic about previous horrors <laughs> i know that's the thing like liz and i were talking about this and we were just like why is that right that like what is what should have been objectively the worst thing to ever be happening seems so simple now. And it was mm-hmm. one of the worst things to happen in our living memory. Yeah. But it's like it's that like was like a catalyst for like so many other terrible things. And so yeah. it's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And I think it was a time where you, even though you knew it probably wasn't the best idea, you kind of gave the government a little bit of leeway. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, even though that yeah. turned out to be like the worst idea. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I, th- I think maybe it's that it was like a bit of like just lack of information and naivete and just like yeah. Ça va bien aller. Oh my god, <laughs> the fucking rainbows. <laughs> did it bien aller? I don't think so. It just got it worse and not, worse. Pire it pire. did not aller so bien. <laughs> <laughs> it did not end so bien. Oh, oh my god, man. I want a t-shirt with like an upside down rainbow. It did not end so bien. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I will make it. Please. You know what? I will wear it. Not, I know you will because you like often a lot of the shirts that you wear are like patches that you've put on yourself. Yeah. Which is so fun and so creative. Oh. Thank you. And I will definitely make you a it did not aller si bien <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Please phrase it exactly like that. Yeah, no, I, I will, it. with the upside down rainbow. Weirdly, I wear that all the time. That is such a fucking Montreal shirt. I love it. Oh, 100%. I'm going to make it for all three of us. Yeah, yes. I love it. I Amazing. Would, I was going to say I would like my own personal copy of it. Absolutely. Shirt. You will have it. I'm going to design yeah. it, and then we'll put the design on the Instagram so everyone stay mm. tuned. Our and first then maybe we'll have a store. So, uh, we'll can see. DM us for uh, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I don't know. Monetizing this podcast—it wow. doesn't have to be. Yeah, no, it's it's not going to monetize it. We're going to make two bucks. We we want to have merch just because it's funny. Yeah, okay, you can okay, just pay okay. us back for the printing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll just right, get it made right, for right, you right, at right, cost. Right, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, exactly at cost. Bespoke see this merch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really just our labor is donated to this. All right. Okay. I feel like it's time for us to potentially maybe we should do a little recap of mm. where Sasha's at until yeah. now so that folks can feel a little more caught up because I feel like the last place that we left her was in a chaotic threesome um with Dirk and the yummy bartender. But basically, a little recap is that Sasha is a small town girl from Tacoma. Living in a lonely world. <laughs> Living in a lonely world. She's just fucking her way through the city, 
no actual specific name, just capital T, capital C, the city. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. It's a big city. It's a concrete jungle. And she works at a magazine called Views, V-U-U-S. I think I think the joke behind the city was I have a friend who lives in New York and would just call it the city. The city? As if it was the center of the planet. And I just oh my gosh. hated him for that. That is That's so like, funny. That's so and fucking American. When yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so fucking American. And whenever people try to do that with Toronto and they're like, oh, I'm going into the city, I'm like, relax. No one likes Toronto. Sweetie. No one likes that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I feel like we should start doing it with Montreal. <laughs> Everyone's going to hate us for it. Montreal's that- too punk for it. Montreal would never just be like, I'm the city. No, Montreal yeah. knows it's not the center of the world. No. And Montreal doesn't want to be the center of the world, I don't think. No. Yeah. No. And that's what I like about it. Anyway, the city. She's just fucking her way through the city. Characters we've met so far have been the hot uh, landlord, Liam, um, the hot barista, I believe, Dean. I feel like I remember a lot of names right now. The hot receptionist at Views Magazine, Spencer. The hot. The hot. Yeah, <laughs> of course. The hot, um, I guess, like the magazine guy, like the CEO the or whatever. I don't know. The editor. I don't know. We <laughs> Unclear, but he is high powered and his name is Hunter. Um, yeah, Hunter's hot. Hunter's hot. They're all pretty. They're all hot. They're all hot. Um, <laughs> there's a little bit for everything. And then we also just have important to everybody, her cat, Coffee Bean, and of course her uh, icon, the influ- the stamps influencer, Crispin. Baconshire. <laughs> Crispin Baconshire. <laughs> Wait, did we mention a hot best friend? Oh, yeah. Dirk Studwell. Hot. Oh, yeah. Dirk Studwell. Hot of course. Gabe and Black best friend. Yes. Which is, and, oof. hey, this, we were, it's a joke about the fact that that is, yes. Yes. you know, no, we're, no, we're is, trying to be, is. it is, it is. <laughs> trying to so, undercut the system by producing yeah. the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> The self-awareness brings value. I think the fact that we never finished the book is actually like the jokes on us because I, I do think that we planned on kind of flipping it on its head and calling yeah. Sasha out for thinking she's the center of the universe. Mm. And like all of these tropes, like that very mm-hmm. main ca- character energy. I think we yeah. planned to kind of like have the story, like call her out for that. But we never finished, so <laughs> it's just hearsay. It is. It's just hearsay. <laughs> it's not in the text. Oh boy. Sasha just sucks. <laughs> Sasha just sucks. Oh boy. Not much. All right. Here. And then, of course, we've met Yummy Bartender, capital Y, capital B, and we've left off at Sasha leaving so that she can get a good night's sleep at five thirty a.m after having a threesome with Dirk and YB. And so here we are. This brings us to chapter five, tits out in the afternoon. If we were recording in the afternoon, I would take my shirt off for the record, but we're not recording in the afternoon, so. I love that. (laughs) It's not. It wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be appropriate, honestly. Yes. <laughs> now, I think that we should have Sodome and Liz BB, chief fucking officer, be participants as characters. 
I think that um, Sodome should be Spencer, and I think that the CFO, Liz B. should be Hunter. I'd really like to see this play out. Like these little stage directions you have as you're casting. Of course, of course. It is a performance. I did go to theater school. That's true, you did. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. And look at what excellent acting skills I took away from you. No doubt. I'm proud of you. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Get your tits out this afternoon. <laughs> if you're listening to this in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. Take your tits out. Yeah, if it's the afternoon and your your tits are out, like stop fucking listening to us. Just exactly. Stop, just stop being our fan. Chapter five. Tits out in the afternoon. Oh, Alfonso. I murmured. <laughs> love the way you thrust inside me this is this is what sensual people say sensual this things is, this, this is what humans who have sex say <laughs> humans who have sex i scratched my hand down the rippling muscles in his back dragged it along the veins throbbing in his biceps mm, the edge of my tongue mm-hmm. alfonso says hot yeah alfonso semaroli age 23 ripe ripe <laughs> young buck young buck now. he is young a young buck, buck. Yeah. pronouns he him dick size all caps unreal <laughs> important profession imaginary fuck buddy that's his rating job. yeah that's his job <laughs> time job so yeah. he pays the bills <laughs> <laughs> rating dream guy bio Frequently referred to as the Cuban cigar. <laughs> Fuck you. Frequently referred to as the what? Bio. Frequently referred to as the Cuban cigar that smokes you. <laughs> Alfonso is a mysterious figure with cheese grater abs who haunts Sasha's wet dreams. With his massive shoulders, massive arms, and even more massive penis, he exists only to satiate his daydreaming mistress. Or does he? Who is Alfonso? <laughs> what does he want other than to pleasure Sasha and enact her deepest fantasies? Ooh. I feel like this is like peak male gaze vibes. <laughs> I love it. I think this is it's what so feminism good. is. <laughs> He's hot because he's massive. Yeah. (laughs) His muscles are everywhere. Yeah. Just he's all muscles and dick. (laughs) (laughs) Just what every woman wants. Exactly. (laughs) Never talked about his emotions since 2014. No. And who would want that? Exactly. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, let's get back to him. The edge of my tongue slid up and down his pecs, his abs. Still inside me, he wrapped his arms around me and flipped me roughly onto my back. I bit his ear, his lips. My hand found its way to his prostate, his hands to my erect nipples. He pushed harder, hitting my G-spot with such force and precision that I nearly finished. He was still rolling around on top of me, inside of me, when, as if from a distant world... I heard my phone ringing. I rolled over, fumbled up, fumbled about on my dresser for the phone. Spencer's name spread across the screen. My heart sped up. I tried to wipe the sleep out of my voice while still keeping the sex. Nice. <laughs> that was good. Whoever wrote that, good work. 
Yes. Oh, shit. Sodome. Get it. Yeah. Okay, give me a sec. <laughs> yes. Hi, Sasha. Hunter gave me your number. Listen. Nice. <laughs> it's too no, weird. I'm going to break character now. <laughs> <laughs> He'd like you to come in for a second interview today, 2 p.m. Can you make it? I scrambled to grab my vibrator. <laughs> this is a good voice, Sodome. You're doing great. I scrambled to grab my vibrator. Yes. Yes, I'll be there. Two this afternoon, that gave me three hours to wipe the hangover from last night off of my face, to stop my head from spinning, and to look as sexy as possible for Spencer, or Hunter, or both, so that they might want to hire me and I might be one step closer to being on top of one of them. Topless. (laughs) I like that that's the logic. She's like, in order for me to fuck, I must get hired. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she's got to be tits out in the afternoon. Yeah, it's almost true. the afternoon. She's planning on being yeah. tits out. Otherwise, it would be What's... tits out in the evening because in the afternoon, yeah. they're both at work. Yeah. Why are we confused about this? Only during work hours are the tits out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I scanned my messages and tried to recall how I had gotten home after last night's threesome. Nothing. No calls. No texts. No ride-sharing bills. It would remain one of those great mysteries, I reasoned, like how the pyramids were built. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Was that a mystery? (laughs) (laughs) To Sasha, it was, and it remains as such. (laughs) Only to racist people. Sasha's not read a goddamn book. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sasha, this tracks for Sasha. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. She's not as likable as Magnolia. We've we've (laughs) confirmed. Well, that's why we stopped. Yeah. The reason we stopped is just because we kind of hated writing her. Such a bloody train wreck. Yeah, you look at it for like is. three chapters and then you're like, geez, fuck it. It was fun at first, and then it was just like, oh no. This, mm-hmm. I want to get off this ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's exactly. too much. <laughs> Literally answers a phone call and pulls out her vibrator. <laughs> my vagina and my tits were a little sore, and the fact that the subtle discomfort brought thoughts to my vag made me even hornier for the day to come. Maybe I could finally run into dean nice the barista should we do dean's uh, character all right name dean capui age unknown pronouns he him dick size to be determined profession cute barista rating inviting eyes enticing body and his bio is that he makes coffee and makes love makes eyes at cute customers Wear scarves and a name tag with his name on it. Of Good course. that it's with his name on it and not with somebody else's. Key detail. <laughs> Potentially lives in Sasha's building. Definitely lives rent-free in her mind. Of course. Very good. <laughs> All right. Back to Dean. <clears throat> Maybe I could finally run into Dean. I headed to the shower, needing to cleanse any potential remnants of jizz from the inside of my legs. I undressed and stood before the full-length mirror, checking myself out as I always did before I showered. Today is going to be a big day, I thought, as I analyzed the mole on my mom's pubis. I hate that we know so much about her. (laughs) It's such an unnecessary detail. I know. Who wrote this part? (laughs) This was definitely me. Oh yeah. There's there's like num there's been numerous things that I'm like, oh yeah, I would write that. Yeah. 
I should treat myself to an oil cleanse. <laughs> okay. Good point. As steam poured out of the shower, I began rubbing Sakura oil all over my body. My hips, my arms, and my tits shone with, shone with the oil, and I twirled around in front of my reflection, shaking my ass a little in the mirror. <laughs> the steam from the shower washed over me, warming my naked body. My clit started to pulse, so I reached down to touch it and make it throb even more warmly. Um, for listeners, whenever I'm not saying anything, I'm just like shaking my head in disapproval. Yeah. <laughs> After every it's sentence, true. I'm like, fuck you. That's so extra. She's so much. <laughs> shaking oh her God. ass in the mirror. Like, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> just bloody live your life. Your just fucking Sakura feel... oil. The Sakura oil. She loves it. I stepped into the steam of the shower and began lathering up my thighs. The warm water poured over my nipples and I grabbed my body wash. I squeezed the hard plastic of the bottle, let the sticky gel spread over my tits, lathering as I poured. Oh my gosh. I don't fucking care. Yeah, and she she's so wasteful with it. Yeah. (laughs) On top of it all. Also, I'm confused about how she begins lathering up her thighs before she gets in the shower. And then, and then after she gets in the shower, she grabs the bottle of soap. Like, there's a little bit of yeah. continuity think, here. No, I think, you know, you, like, oil up your body so that you have some time for it to sit before you wash it off. Okay, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. All right, let's see. I don't know. I'm not going to defend her. I don't know. I don't yeah. <laughs> Soon my skin was submerged beneath a sea of suds. I began caressing the skin in between my legs, cleansing myself and remembering the evening prior. That John Meyer song came to my lips and chills ran up and down my spine at the memory of having the full girth of that yummy bartender's dick between my hands. I had come at least four times. Okay. And yet she's still ready to come 17,000 fucking more times. Out of the shower, I stared at my closet. What did one wear to a second interview, especially when one wanted to, in all honesty, leave the clothes at the office door? (laughs) That's good. I like that. That is good. I slipped into an orange and red flowered blouse that showed just the right amount of cleavage and a black pencil skirt with a gorgeous slit up the back, hunted around in the closet for my red suede heels and favorite black and gold bag. It's a good okay. outfit. Uh, I she I don't had know me what the at orange the first and the red. I kind of I'm I'm picturing the orange and the red as like very classy. Like I'm picturing it like yeah. a burnt uh, orange shame. and like okay. a dark red kind of thing, like with like a bit of like a Mediterranean vibe. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you okay, know, okay, okay, okay. I find yeah. the heels to be a bit much, to be honest. Like the red heels. The heels are a lot, but they're hurt. Yeah. You know, I think, I think she could have done with a classic black pump, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> She would never. She likes to be, she likes to show out, you know, when she shows up for Spencer mm. and Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As as I searched, my phone buzzed again. This time, it was my father face-teaming me. <laughs> gross. So, so, so. Fucking face-team sounds so gross in that context. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, who's going to be, be dad? dad? Yeah. Oh, yeah, who's going to be dad? Okay, here's what I'll do. I'll read the dad's bio, and then I will um, – I'll, I'll be the dad. 
Oh my god, here he is. Okay. Holy fuck, he's hot. Oh, daddy. <laughs> oh, daddy. <laughs> uh, okay, name Victor Feversham, age 52, pronouns, kids these days, dot, 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 which doesn't oh say so much about him. Oh, God. He's the worst. He's so hot. Yeah. Yeah, he is hot. Dick size, six inches, but thick, all in caps. <laughs> Profession, vague businessman. Rating, DILF. Bio. As a family man, Silver Fox v- Victor Feversham gets as much flack from his ex-wife and daughter as he gets ass from his many flames. A cultured man who likes expensive cars and young women. Of course. <laughs> Victor oh, navigates man. his life in a constant state of confident confusion. He wants to do right by his daughter, but like most men his age, despises conflict. Throughout Sasha's <laughs> life, he's given her everything except boundaries. Much like a ruggedly handsome carpet, the women in his life tend to walk all over him. But hey, he's got money to spend and a hunger to quench, so why not give them what they want, right? Oh my god. Right? Wow, who wrote that? These bios are on point. (laughs) (laughs) Who did write that? That's good. (laughs) That's funny. We'll have to look into that that. after as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, What does he sound like? I think that he has like a rumbly voice. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that, but okay. Hi, Sash. <laughs> what the fuck is a rumbly voice? No, it was really good. I just, I just think <laughs> going with that energy. It was, it was right. It was right. I just, Whatever I liked feel. it so much. But it was because, like, with with Spencer's voice, I was like, "Ooh, this is so good." And then I. <laughs> that was yeah. this one. You're like, what's rumbly? And then you just go low and slow. <laughs> you know what? It's right. You got you had the mm-hmm. right instinct. I say continue. Hi, Sash. What are you up to this Friday? There was no good excuse this time around. Whatever he had in mind, maybe I could bail at the last minute. I'm hoping to take you to dinner to finally meet this new woman I'm with. What do you say? We'll go to that nice rotating restaurant in the borough. You'll have a chance to get all gussied up with that new lipstick shade I know you just bought. Okay. Why does he know? Uh, because credit the credit statement. Right. Um, oh, my God. He's so sad. Oh, the next line is so sad. Wow. I'll pay for all your drinks. Maybe I'll even dip out for a smoke so you can pull up all the dirt on me you've been wanting to spill to her. Wow. Oh, first of all, I love the burrow. So yeah. good, artful. Second of all, this is I'm just remembering what chapter is like coming after this, like what oh, scene this too. is, and, and I good. can't wait. It's good yeah. shit. Yeah, this dinner um, is good shit. It's a good shit. It's good. It's good. Arguably one of the best scenes in the I'm so novella. excited. I'm really excited. The thing with my dad is that he knew exactly what it would take to convince me to do something. Fine, but only because you're right about the lipstick. <laughs> Is the thing he did to convince her say that he'll pay for shit? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think he's like, I'll pay for all your drinks. Yeah. So. That's so sad that he said that audibly. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes me sad. He chuckled. All right. We'll pick you up at eight then. I don't know. I think I just dropped the rumbliness. I don't know. Whatever. I, you you still have like the, the tone. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. I vowed that this would be the only time I put myself through such a boring and stressful ordeal as dinner with my father and his 
new woman. Oh, if only she could know what's in store. Yeah. It became evident as well that I absolutely needed to get laid today to burn off some of the anxiety that was already forming in my stomach. This is like pathological for sure. <laughs> that was no, but that's where we were going with this. That's yeah. literally where we were going with this. Yeah. Like, you know, we never finished. So it's just hearsay. It's just hearsay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I put those sexy thoughts out of my mind and made myself a tofu scramble with plenty of chia seeds. What? Uh, that sounds disgusting. Ew. <laughs> Talk about pathologicals. Gross. It's like an AI ingested all of Instagram and just like mm-hmm. shout, shout out breakfast. Yay. <laughs> That's so good. Coffee bean sidled up next to my stool and purred loudly. Oh my gosh. Coffee bean's the best character. Yeah, honestly. Justice for Coffee Bean. Get out of this story. Justice You're too good for, for Coffee it. Bean. Coffee Bean needs their own spinoff. Yes. <laughs> Are you a baby? I asked her. Oh, that was a perfect <laughs> line read. <laughs> Thank you. Seriously. Crushed that. <laughs> she tilted her head and her eyes widened slightly. Yep, you're a baby. Glad we cleared that up. She hopped onto my lap and eyed my food with curiosity and desire. Yeah, because it sounds like cat food. <laughs> I 100% talk to my pets like that, though. I know. I have a feeling you wrote this. <laughs> the day mirrored the one before. I walked out into the city like it was my runway, turning heads and stopping traffic. <laughs> I stopped again at Sharp Notes for a latte and some eye candy. Of course she would. Once again, Dean served me with a suggestive smile. I noticed on my way out that on my coffee cup, he had put a little heart next to my name. Suddenly, I stood facing the glass doors. This time, I thought, I seal the deal. I marched through. I love that visual. <laughs> like she's standing for like the glass building views magazine. Unsure what it stands for. <laughs> I saw Spencer bending over the coffee table before I opened the door to the waiting room. My breath stole away and my mind began racing with all the ways I wanted to touch her skin. Her long black hair cascaded toward the ground. Her perfect tits begged to be released from the plunging neckline of her long black dress. She looked up at me as I entered, flashing a white smile and practically glowing to see me. I ran my fingers through my own tumbling hair and cleared my throat, reminding myself, despite the pounding desire in my chest, that the best way to land this job was to remain professional. What? Who is she? But Spencer spoke first. Thanks for coming on such short notice, Sasha. Hunter has a variety of other candidates he's considering, but between you and me, he has a strong feeling about you, so he wanted to bring you in again. I'll show you right to his office. The Spencer voice is so good. <laughs> One point. I love it's it. so good. <laughs> I longed to stay out here, to sit down on that couch and smell Spencer's perfume, to have her finger me behind the reception desk. Fuck yeah. Hot damn. <laughs> this was not to be, though. After her quick platitudes, she ushered me wordlessly into Hunter's office. He stood when he saw me, 
Again, reminding myself of the need for professionalism, I restrained myself from running over, removing those wire-rimmed glasses and sneaking my hands beneath his crisp white button-down. His hand, that massive sculpted hand, gestured for me to sit. How are you doing today, Sasha? His voice melted over me like chocolate. For the third time in five minutes, I flipped my hair, hoping he'd notice the volume and that the scent of my hairspray would turn him on. As I perched on the edge of the chair, I began wondering what it, what it was he would want to ask me about today. What was it that we hadn't gone over in our meeting yesterday? I mean, didn't she cry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was her shirt weirdly unbuttoned from all we the talking? From all the talking. <laughs> we don't, well, no, wait, cut. We don't know what happened. Oh, fuck, I don't remember what happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> yesterday was like five months ago. It's hard to remember. I know. Yeah. 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 I wished I knew exactly what had impressed him yesterday so that I could repeat that exact kind of banter, demeanor, understanding. I had no way of knowing which one had been the catalyst for this second interview. I'm doing all right. Thank you. I'll admit I was taken aback by the invitation for a second interview, but I'm thrilled to be able to explain my motivations and capacities to you further today. I had some time to read the company's website a little bit further yesterday, and I found your long-range plan aligned significantly with where I see myself, so I'm confident that I would make an excellent addition to the company. I could feel myself rambling. God, how did I get myself to stop? I definitely didn't write this part. I, I, I distinctly remember having written this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I wrote yeah. in between like the coffee shop yeah. stuff, but like, mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is definitely... Uh, Liz. I like to yeah. imagine that Sodome just came in just to write the cat scene and then leave. Mm-hmm. Like that was it. Just to be like, I feel like we need a little bit of coffee bean here. <laughs> I have a good comment. Must add it. Yeah. <laughs> we need to know if she's a baby. Yeah. We need to know. <laughs> the people are asking. Thankfully, Hunter had his own clear direction for how this second interview was going to go. Sasha, if you'll just come with me for a minute. I was actually hoping that our meeting today could be a working interview of sorts. I'd like to take you to see our selection of magazines in the waiting room. As you know, we only want the highest quality writing here. And Spencer and I want to get a sense of whether or not you fit in with the team here. Mm. You'll have 30 minutes to find an advertisement in a magazine and write a review for the image you see. Does that sound okay to you? I love that he doesn't have copies of his own magazine in his office. He's like, we have to go to the waiting room. That's where we keep them. (laughs) I like that he's not just like, go around the office and read the articles I have posted of myself on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, they're in the waiting room. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Also, great delivery on fit in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I had known I was going to be put on trial today, I might have removed that dick. (laughs) I might have removed that dick from my mouth a little earlier than five in the morning yesterday. Just to be upfront, I didn't bring along a laptop. Do you have one I could use? Also, just to be upfront. I like that she's like, I have to be candid. I didn't bring a laptop. (laughs) The jig is up. Oh my god. That was really funny. Spencer will give you one. He said. He was a gentleman. He opened the door for me on the way back into the waiting room. Nervous, I perched on the edge of the gray couch, ready to start rifling through glossy journals. 
From behind the reception desk, Spencer glanced at me, brown eyes smiling at me. She sidled over and passed me the requested laptop. Hunter emerged several seconds later with a steaming cup of coffee in his hands. He sat down next to me. Sorry, Sasha. I should have offered you some. Can I interest you in a coffee? No, thanks. I'm actually trying to watch my caffeine intake these days. <laughs> this was true enough. I was trying <laughs> I was trying at least to do a cleanse. So far, I'd at least made Didn't it through the morning. Did she just get a coffee from Dean? <laughs> yeah, like she just had coffee. She's trying to do a cleanse. As of five minutes ago. Yeah, as of five minutes Because I want to make an impression and fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) So far, I'd at least made it through the morning without consuming anything that was horrible for me. Right, her tofu and chia seeds. (laughs) I was on a strict vegan diet. Well, with the exception of the occasional sausage in my mouth. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. So good. Noted. So any of the images in that magazine stand out to you? He gestured to the copy in my hand, his hand grazing my thigh on the way back as it had yesterday in his office. Very necessary. (gasps) Yeah. Never one to let up a possible opportunity to flirt, I crossed my legs toward him. I could see my hair in the glass across the room from me. God, the volume was incredible today, and it was just at the right length. I could be topless and my hair would still cover my tits if I wanted it to. And I definitely did. (laughs) I love this thought process. (laughs) Actually, I'm still a little bit foggy as to what you're looking for here, I told him. You want just any piece of writing giving my comments on the image? He shifted his weight toward me. I could sense it. Sorry, this is also hilarious because this is literally me working off of an assignment I was given in first year university. (laughs) So I'm reading this and I'm being like, oh yeah, okay. I know where I was coming from with this idea. We're hoping for just an analysis of the ad. What about it draws you in? Is it the bright colors on her top? Is it the look in this woman's eyes? There was no woman on the page I was looking at. There was a man wearing a tweed suit holding a bottle of channel perfume (laughs) two ends i love it i stammered what bright colors he leaned into me his arm grazing my rib cage as he flipped the pages to an image where there was a woman wearing bright colors you know these ones his voice dropped to a whisper is this the same top as yours (gasps) by this point I had started to throb, to clench, to ache with desire. Feeling brave, I pulled my floral blouse down a little. It's weirdly similar, isn't it? But I think hers has a higher neckline. Ugh, <laughs> look at her. Look at her go. It's good. She's got you know game. what? You know what? Yeah. She's good at something. Suddenly, his hand was on my thigh. Too bad. Advertisements often sell their products much better if the women show a little more skin. Sorry, you definitely don't need me to explain that to you. I laughed, split my body toward him, his hands still on my thighs. What about this image? I said, flipping the page to a huge box. <laughs> I read. That's really so good. fucking good. <laughs> to a huge boss ad. <laughs> 
god. I'm loving this even more because I was always reading it. I was like, oh yeah, that says Hugo Boss. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Flipping the page to a huge boss ad. A man staring intently out at me as a woman's nude lips grazed his ear. (sighs) Impossibly, his hand slid up my thigh, just underneath my pencil skirt, which had already ridden a bit up with the effort of looking through all these things. Love that everything that she does. Yeah, everything she does is somehow removing her clothes, but it's just talking or reading. (laughs) I smirked. Mr. Professional was definitely having some unprofessional thoughts and desires. It's a beautiful image, he murmured. I needed to fuck him. Right now. I had never needed anything so badly in my life. True, I wanted it yesterday, but that desire was soft, unassuming. Today, it throbbed in my clit, my thighs, my brain. His hand moved ever so subtly on my thigh, and I felt a shiver run through me. Unsure of how to get what I wanted, I leaned forward, further exposing my cleavage. My tits looked <laughs> my tits looked stunning today, but was there a way of undoing one of these buttons without moving an inch? Could I could I will my tits to escape from their cloth prison? <laughs> I think she could. <laughs> I could not. Yeah, she couldn't. I could not, so I went for it, reaching my hand down my shirt. Sorry, I laughed bashfully. Something fell down my shirt on the way here. (laughs) I casually undid one of the buttons to continue my search. At this point, I could feel Spencer's eyes on me from across the room, but I was already so turned on by Hunter's hand on my thigh that I didn't care if she was judging me. In fact, her gaze emboldened me to undo one more button, exposing most of my bra. Hunter laughed once again, sliding his hand further up my thigh. What do you say, Sasha? Do you want to get to work writing? How could I write when his hand was almost on my clit? The only thing I was capable of doing at this point was shifting again so that his finger grazed my vagina. He barely responded to this movement at first, but after a few seconds began stroking his hand gently back and forth. I was instantly wet. Before I knew it, he was working his way underneath my panties and into my vagina. Hot damn. Hot damn. Oh my gosh, I said, panting ever so slightly. It's like a crumb or something in my bra and the only way it's going to come out is if I take my shirt off. <laughs> of course. Obviously. Oh. Just take your shirt off. You don't need this. <laughs> we already know your tits are going to be out this afternoon. His finger is in your vagina. Isn't, isn't, isn't he fingering her? <laughs> as, as Saname said, the jig is up. <laughs> yeah. I slid the floral top over my head and reached down. They're not in his office anymore. They're yeah, oh, yeah, they're in the waiting room and Spencer's watching. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Oh, hot. I slid the floral top over my head and reached down, pulling my breast from my bra. Across the room, Spencer had turned her back and was filing something in the cabinet. I'll help you get it out, said Hunter, sliding his free hand over my exposed tit. It might just be best to get the whole thing off. Might have fallen down your other bra cup as well. <laughs> I couldn't resist. After removing my bra, where t- <laughs> my tits were out in, in, in the, the afternoon. afternoon. 
After removing my bra, my tits were out in the waiting room for all to see. I reached over and cupped my hands over his crisp gray trousers. He was already swollen beneath them. I unbuttoned him and eased his dick out, gingerly sliding my hand up and down as he continued to play with my clit. No. Oh my god. (laughs) This is... This scene was so hot until this phrase. So good. I may have come in and added this. It's good. It's good. As if licking a stamp, (laughs) I wet my hand with saliva and then went back down to his penis, this time grasping it more confidently in my palm. (laughs) I love that she brought it back to stamps. I mean, when you look at the photos of these characters, Mm -hmm. like, holy shit. They can get away with stamp collecting. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure. And doing this in the office. Well, probably not. It's fine. It's views. They're in the city. Big things happen in the city. Yeah. Big Big, things. Big, big, big things. It was just as I was about to move my face down toward Hunter's cock that I glanced over to Spencer's desk. She was staring at us, one hand down her own shirt and the other presumably sliding beneath her tight black dress. Distracted suddenly from the hard dick to my right, I cocked my head up a bit and gestured for her to come over. Gracefully, she rose, pulling her dress over her head as her black heels clicked across the floor towards us. Within moments, she was straddling me. Astonished, I pulled her face toward mine, kissing her long and deep. My hand drifted back to Hunter's cock, and I began circling the head with my finger, even as my tongue found its way into Spencer's mouth. She dragged my other hand swiftly beneath her bra, and I circled her nipple with my thumb. I must be dreaming, I thought. Impossible that ten minutes ago I had entered this waiting room stressed about a second interview, and now I was half-naked with not one, but two of the most sexual people I had ever encountered. I was going to get this job, I thought. (laughs) Not clear. (laughs) Spencer stood. Take your clothes off. Yes, she said. Standing on her murderous heels and towering over both me and Hunter. Mm, This is why I think she's hot. (laughs) Both of us could only oblige. Beneath my skirt, my scarlet thong blazed. (laughs) Oh my god, what a line. Just shining in the light. It blazed. (laughs) She pushed me back down and spread my legs apart, moving her head toward my clit. Hunter... Pull her into your arms and give the rest of her body some attention. (laughs) The suddenness of the situation made me relieved that Spencer was taking control. And for the moment, she seemed to be here only for my pleasure. Hunter's massive arms cupped my breasts, rubbing my back, and Spencer's tongue teased my clit. I leaned back against Hunter's smooth chest, reaching down again to grab his hardened member, and moaned softly. Within minutes, I was coming. The one thing about this is that there's so much coming, like, so fast. Versus, like, the Ouvre Jambe Chronicles is very, there's a lot of lead up, which, like, obviously Mm -hmm. I love. But here, I love how reckless it is. (laughs) It's just like reckless abandon. She's like 35 seconds in. She's like, I'm coming. Well, if, yeah. if Magnolia orgasms too hard all the time, she's not staying. Mm-hmm. So of there's course. a functional element to it, I guess. 
Oh yeah, it's definitely like yeah, it they're on brand. Each are on brand. Yes. On a normal day, I would have been satisfied with one mid-afternoon orgasm, but today was not a normal day. Hunter was harder than ever, and his cock was so close to my ass. I pressed my palm and splayed foot into the couch, lifting up my ass as I did so. I was at just the right angle to have him thrust inside of me from behind. He knew exactly what I was looking for. Somehow, in the midst of the reverie of Spencer's tongue rubbing up and down my clit, he had slipped a condom on. Oh, he's safe. They're safe. That's good. Wow, what a surprise. I definitely didn't write a condom into the scene with Liam. (laughs) (laughs) No. But Liam, we we expected that from him. I mean, Magnolia is not practicing safe sex. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. He placed one large hand firmly at the curve of my waist, teasing my pussy with the tip of his penis. That touch, light as it was, made my head spin. I lifted my hips, begging for more, but his grip on my waist was unyielding. I felt him make his way back, away from my pussy, sliding up toward my throbbing asshole, circling my ass like a shark. (laughs) Jesus fucking. Oh, I wrote this. You wrote this. I wrote this? Because there's a comment where you're like, I'm not perfectly satisfied with where this is going, but someone edit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I <laughs> I also love that um Sodomay's response. You know what? Let's let's recap. Let's read it, it and then we can read what my response to this whole scene is. <laughs> Circling my ass like a shark, he teased the rim and began probing just enough for me to relax, for me to open up for him. In one smooth motion, he thrust deep inside my anus. I gasped. The comments now to reveal to the listeners are, yeah, I had selected all of that and I said, I'm not satisfied. Um, but I needed help. And then Sodome replied, that's actually horrendous when I think about it. You do not ram your dick up someone's ass like that at the beginning. <laughs> I mean, maybe you do. Maybe uh, you're into that, but oof. Maybe you do. Yeah. Sounds painful. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. It, yeah, it mm-hmm. would be. Fuck me hard, I said. He stood me up and bent me over, slipping his cock back into my anus and beginning to thrust deeper and deeper. Spencer was now in front of me, perched on the side of the couch, pussy pressing toward my face. Touch me. (laughs) I just, it's because you also have a visual performance that the listeners can't see. (laughs) It's because you get into character. I'm making love to the mic. Oh yeah, it's really good. It's really good. It's I get, I get up nice and close to the mic. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Her soft, commanding voice filled my head. I bent down, fingers sliding effortlessly into her vagina, tongue on her clit, just as hers had been on mine moments before. Ten minutes later, I felt Hunter shudder, still thrusting behind me, and Spencer quiver with completion in my mouth. She moaned, her pubic bone pressing into mine as her body swelled in orgasm. The room stood still in the musty, post-coital haze. My rich chest was heaving into Spencer's. Withdrawing his softening dick and catching his breath, Hunter said, So, Sasha, I think it's about time you get started on that article. Oh my god. Wow. 
And that is the chapter. It's kind of a dick thing to leave off on. That's such a good chapter. That was a good yeah, time. Was... Huge boss. Yeah. Huge boss. Oh my god. Huge boss was so good. So unexpected. So unexpected, but I just like see. This is the thing. This is what I was saying to Liz. I was like, "This." I understand that we like stopped because we didn't like her. Because Magnolia is definitely so much more likable yeah. and like so much more like that entire story for the long run. But there's something about this where I'm like, "Ugh," the nostalgia of like who we were when we were writing this, and mm-hmm. just like Sasha being just so simple. Yeah, like it's so simple. I think and it's I just love like that. the raw chaos of it. Yeah, this is what makes it so fun to read. You're right. It, there's there's a lack of layers, and it's so delightful. Because yeah, of it. yeah. It's a fascinating response to what what yeah. was going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Like what a what a thing to do, and then start a podcast because of it. What a what a thing to do. <laughs> what a weird yeah weird turn of events. I know. I love it. That was quite the chapter. And you know what? Soon we'll be back with the finale of Magnolia with with her jambe. Jambes ouvred. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, isn't this so adorable that these comments are from 2020? Yeah. Damn. 2020. Almost yeah. four years ago. My that. bros. We were so different. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> uh no, no. Re- it's funny when we're reading in. this because yeah. I feel like at the time I identified somewhat with Sasha's character. Stop. And now that we're doing Magnolia, I'm like, I kind of identify with Magnolia's character. Mm-hmm. That's cute, though. And it's I like, like that. A, you know, it's like, oh, you can like recognize personal development. Yeah. Just being like, no, I'm reading Sasha and I'm like, no, nah, not even a little bit at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's growth. 